You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of the Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian. I'm Seal. I'm JD. Let's talk about Chapter 8, Redemption. Man, there were people getting redeemed all over the place. Redemption. You're healed. Hallelujah. Yes. So, I mean, season finale. Yeah. Uh, it happened quicker than I wanted. I know. I I, I wanted more, but yeah. I guess that's what you do. You leave them wanting more. Yeah, and I, I was, I'm still wondering about the eight-episode run. I feel like ten would have been better. Although, when you look back at some of the episodes, you're like, maybe six would have been better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, This. it feels like... They had a tight five, right. and there was discussion. It's like, well, we need to introduce these other characters, yeah, because they do play into yeah. the end. And I think there was part of that. It was part of okay. Well, we need to we need to flesh this out a little more. And I think the studio also said five's not enough. Yeah, give us at least eight. Yeah, I mean, as a launch title for Disney Plus, for sure. And yeah. they knew that Star Wars was going to hit as long as it wasn't garbage. Because even the Star Wars movies that are garbage, in some people's opinions, they've all seen more than once. Yeah. So Star Wars is one of those franchises going to hit. So yeah, they're like, yeah, people will forgive you for those three or four mediocre episodes if you got good stuff. Yep. And this was definitely good stuff. It was. So The Mandalorian, uh, Grief, Karga, and Dune, Cara Dune are stuck in the the client's little house, being surrounded by the imps. Um, and it's, it's a problem. They're, they're in a dire situation. They're in dire straits. Yeah. And we do know, and, and we, well, I don't know if we know it yet, but we, we know that, that Quill is dead. Yes. Well, because the start with IG-11 rescuing the baby. That was pretty awesome. Dude, IG-11 was Oh, dude, he was wrecking shop. He was. And in this uh, episode, the, the scout troopers who just like wanting to see the baby and like hitting him on the head. Oh, that so one like, guy is like the most hated person in the whole galaxy now. Jason Sudeikis. Oh, man. <laughs> and it just, and weren't we talking about Baby Yoda's resilience? Yeah. And I'm going to keep calling him Baby Yoda. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Taika Waititi. Yeah. Give uh, us a name. Give us something to call him. Give us a species, and we'll just, call him Baby Species. You just X. want to call him the child? Well, that's not really better. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, I get it. That's the name. It's the character name you wrote. Yeah. That's cool, but, but it's not good enough. So let's talk about IG Eleven rescuing the baby. Yes, let's do that because that was fantastic. It was so. He shows up and he's like, I'm a nurse droid. And they kind of make fun of him, even though they are wary because it's an IG unit. And IG units are designed to be hunters, designed to be killers. Yes. They're I mean, not designed to be trifled with. No. They're, they're very skinny. They've got a whole lot of eyes. And the way that they can turn and shoot is just impressive. Yes. It's very impressive. So Spin that torso around 360 degrees. So, I mean, he murder kills him. Like, it's not even a contest. And then he hops on one of the scout, the speeders, and he's going back to town, which is a, a little odd. I expected him to go back to the ship. That's what I thought, too. I was like, he's going to go to the ship, and he's going to leave with the child because that's his job. Well, and I thought, to we're going to get to see what ground protect mode is. Yeah. I wanted to see that. Yeah. But now, granted, what I got was probably better. Yeah. Ground protect mode, though. Maybe next season. We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? 
So while that's happening, back at the uh, the, the stronghold or whatever, the, the little cantina window thing, house, hovel, whatever, there's a negotiation going on. The leader of the Imperials calls them all by name. So we learn the Mandalorian's name, mm-hmm. Din Dejarin, mm-hmm. and he knows that Cara Dune is a shock trooper. He knows that Grief Karga is a disgraced uh, man, mandate, whatever, something important. Magistrate. Magistrate. That's what it is. Yeah, he knows where they're from. He knows what they what they did in a former life. Mm-hmm. That's a little scary. And so he's like, here's the deal. It is this cannon thing that they've just set up will melt through you. It will melt through you. I would prefer not to fire it if I don't have to. I'm going to operate in my own self-interest, and what I think is best for me right now is for you all to come out. Let's discuss something to do with the baby, and then maybe I'll let you go. Maybe I won't. You'll just have to believe that I'm going to act in my own self-interest. Yep. You have until nightfall. And I like that he, he points out that, he's, that they can't trust him. He just straight up says it. He's like, you're, you're wondering, can you trust me? Well, no, you can't. Yeah. I, can't I, I, pre- I appreciate that about him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why lie? Of course you could trust me. No, no. you can't. You no. can't at all. So uh, the Mandalorian is like, I know who that is. That's Moff Gideon. No, Moff Gideon's dead. He was tried and convicted for his war crimes. No, no, no. Apparently not. No, that's him. And I know because he was an officer during the Night of a Thousand Tears, which is when the Empire came in, attacked and destroyed Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And so we learned something else about the Mandalorian here, because he's not a Mandalorian by birth. Mandalorian is not a race. It's a creed. It's a creed, which is a little different than... Because Have you watched Clone Troopers or Rebels? Uh, I've watched Clone Wars. I've watched all of Clone Wars. Yeah, that's right. And I've seen like an episode of Rebels. Yeah. So Mandalore is a big thing. Oh, yeah. Rebels. It's huge. Yeah. So, and I feel well, like- Well, it's, it's a, it becomes a big thing in Clone Wars. Yeah. 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 So I feel like if, and remind me if I'm misremembering that they said that it was a race thing. Like, I feel like the Mandalorians were more of a racial thing than it was a creed. I think that, I think the, the race card came in more with the Death Watch. Sure. They were a little more fanatical. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, and maybe now with their numbers dwindled, it's not the same. Yeah. You know, maybe they're they're forced to adapt a little bit. But it's cool for me to think that there could be any race underneath that helmet. Like, humanoid, but it doesn't have to be a human. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. That that opens up a, a world of possibilities. Definitely. So, IG-11 shows up, blasts through a whole bunch of stormtroopers, and goes straight down. Uh, to, uh, where the Mandalore, the Mando. Yeah, he goes to the bar. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're going to uh, we're I'm here to escape with the child. So while he's doing that, that's when the Mandalorian goes outside and he starts fighting the stormtroopers himself. But he gets hurt by Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon knows where to aim because of yeah. his previous experience with the Mandalorians, and he gravely. Injures the Mandalorian. It gets bad. He hit. Yeah, he's hurt bad. I mean, it's to the point where he's like, "I'm not going to make it. Y'all need to go on without me. Save the child. Get away from here and protect him. Because I'm going to die here. I'll try to buy you the time that I can. Let me have an honorable death. Yeah, but I'm done. Yeah. 
And while all this is happening, Gideon has lost his patience. He's like, okay, I'm going to send um, a flame trooper in there. Magma trooper, whatever trooper it is with the cool red striped helmet and the big mm. flamethrower. And the big massive flamethrower. Yeah. Burn them out. Ramen verfer. Yes. <laughs> Drakaris. You know, however you want yeah. to say it. So this is where we get to see Baby Yoda use the force again. Because the flame trooper shoots that fireball right at him. And it's going to kill them all because it's a big flame. But Yoda, Baby Yoda, uses the force, sends it back, and just roasts the stormtrooper. Cooks him. Cooks him. But while he's doing that, that's when IG-11 is working on the grate that they had found earlier to escape. Because they know that the Mandalorians have a secret hideout in the sewers. If we can get down there, we can get their help, and they can help lead us to safety because they've done it before. They'll do it again, right? Sure. Well, they look out for their own. Yeah, definitely. This is the way. <clears throat> this is the way. Yes. But um, the Mandalorian still is like, hey, I can, I'm not going to make it. So IG-11 gives the baby to Kara and says, I'm going to stay here and save his life. And in order for me to do that, you take the baby. We'll catch up with you. Well, I like to back up for just a second. I like how IG-88 manages the care of the baby. Yeah. Because when he first gets her, he sets the baby down. And he says, I'm here to protect this child. And he's like, if you touch this child, I will kill you. Right. And then later he's like, okay, you carry the kid. Not you, grief. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't trust you. you. And then he hands it into, he says, you carry the kid. Yeah. And so it's, once he deems, it's interesting. It's like once he deems it's okay, then, but that was, that was yeah, great. If was you funny. touch this child, I will kill you. Well, and when he's riding on the scout trooper, he, the scout bike, he's got the baby in front of him. And then all of a sudden, yep. Baby flips behind, him, yeah. yeah. To that protect. Was cool. That was very cool. So when they're inside, Kara and Grief go down in the sewer. And IG-11 is like, hey, I'm going to take off your helmet. I need to do that to save your life. And the Mandalorian's like, nope, you can't take off my helmet. No living thing has seen my face since I said the words. And IG-11 points out, I'm not alive. I'm not a living thing. And it's weird. It's a weird shift for the Mandalorian in this episode because he starts to attribute some human aspects to this droid. Yeah, he starts to anthropomorphize the droid. Which they do in Star Wars. That's what happens. That's what happens. That's what you do because their personalities are programmed so well. That they you they endear themselves to you. Yeah. So uh, the Mandalorian doesn't fight him when he takes off his helmet, and we see his face, and it's a scarred, beat up face. Mm-hmm. He, you could tell he's lived a rough life. Yep. And he's had a hard time. But I mean, he well, he's taking his helmet and he'd off. He's been every bloodied day. right then and there too. So yeah. he was he was not in good shape. But he has a back to spray, which doesn't seem like a normal thing for an IG droid to have. So thank you, Queel. And mm-hmm. sprays it on his head, and he's like, okay, this will start to heal you. You're going to be a little woozy and weak, so I will help you until it kicks in. Let's go. Let's go to the sewers. Huh. So they get they get in the sewers, and they they um, it's a bit of a maze, but he's able to use his helmet once the spray starts to work to find some tracks. And the tracks lead them to the Mandalorian... Um, little secret hideout, thing, yeah. yeah, and whew, it's just a whole bunch of dead Mandalorian helmets and armor pieces, a whole bunch of armor piled up, and so they've wiped them out again. Well, I got the feeling that some of them were dead, and some of them abandoned ship, so to speak. You think? Just I t- think so. Took yeah. the armor off, or maybe were captured and made yeah. to be slaves. Yeah, 
or and then some i think mm-hmm. took the armor off and just sort of disappeared into mm-hmm. the ether but i think it's a combination of all of that mm-hmm. and so the only one that we see is the armor who's such a cool character man so awesome so cool and they have a bit of a conversation the armor is like i can't leave I have to do some things to finish this up. So she's collecting the armor pieces and she's going to reforge the Beskar mm-hmm. because it doesn't need to go to waste because it's so rare now. Yeah. You need it. Yeah. And the, there's a very revealing conversation because she sees the baby and she's like, and here's what it does and things that it's done. And she's like, that sounds like this mythical sorcerer that was an enemy and fought the Mandalorians back in the day called Jedi. So it's the first we hear mention of the Jedi mm-hmm. in the series. And the Mandalorian's a bit taken aback because at this point, the armor's like, here's the way. This is the way. This child is too young to care for itself. So it's a foundling, and you are as its father until you get it back yep. to its people. You're the one that found it. Yeah. So you're responsible. You get it back to its people, or it reaches the age where it can take care of itself. And he's like, yo, 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 you want me to go hunting for enemies of Mandalore with their child? That doesn't make sense to me. But it's the way. Yeah. She's like, no, that's the way we do it. That's what has to happen. And then she actually does carve him a signet, which is the mud horn, mm-hmm. which is he refused before, but because it's his foundling that's saved him. Yeah, okay and, and and she points out now you're a clan of two. Yeah, so now they're, they're he's no longer the child's no longer an enemy. Yeah, they're allied. They're you know they're one unit. So now it's it's thought that was cool, man. They're this they're this little clan. Mm-hmm. And he also receives his rising phoenix, the jetpack. Yes, dude, who doesn't want a jetpack? I know, right? Like, and how does that even work? It's like the it's. She's like, okay, you've reached the level where you get the jetpack and your suit is already programmed to know how to use it and it'll just fit right on and now you can fly. Yep. Now you can fly. still got to figure out some things though. She's like, you got to do the drills. You got to practice. It's not going to obey your commands right away. Yeah. Because you have to earn its respect. (laughs) Basically. It's like a Charizard for you Pokemon fans out there. You must fear and respect that escalator. So one of the coolest things I thought in the episode was the uh, River of Lava. Oh, we're not there. Are we there yet? Yeah. Because we, we haven't get, skipped I, anything. Okay. Yes. Yeah, simultaneous. Yeah. yeah simultaneous. They, they kind of have. Okay. Good. Because, because in the River of Lava. Because my favorite thing we haven't mentioned yeah. yet. Yeah. So the, in the River of Lava, there's like a. Or my second favorite thing. R2 droid. That stands up and has legs. <laughs> it's got legs and it's got arms. Dude, I was like, that's that's genius. Why have we not done this before? They like they thought it was fried, but it turns out it's the ferryman. And so yep. there's an old rickety boat on a river of lava that's like pole that's being pulled down the river. It's it's the river sticks. Oh, totally. I mean that, yeah. that's that's what this yeah. image is. Pay your toll. Yeah. So they're all in their little rickety boat floating down the lava river. While that's happening, the armorer has been tracked by some Imperials, and they come to confront her. And the only weaponry she has to her name is her hammer mm-hmm. and something in her left hand. I didn't really recognize what it was. Was it another hammer? Or was it tongs? I think it was the tongs. Sweet. Yeah, hammer, so. and, hammer and tongs. I hope so. That's what it was. It was hammer and tongs. Very and, 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 a, and a furnace. A lot of Greek, a lot of Greek mythology imagery happening here. Yes. 
Like, I was like, yeah, I could get behind that all and, day. And, and, and the furnace. Yes. The furnace was pretty sweet. And the stormtrooper that got thrown headfirst. Thrown headfirst into the furnace. And just melted. And she is breaking Instantly. Their, she's breaking their armor with her hammer and her tongs. Like, it well, is that thing, shattering. Well, that her tools can forge the, the Beskar. Yeah, oh no, they're definitely solid, but I they're, mean, it's just yeah. cool to see her. That's, yeah, so she's got, she's like throwing Milner around and just wrecking yeah. shop on these guys. It was yeah. awesome. It was awesome. It was quite But the guy that got thrown in the furnace, oh my God, yeah. I was like, oh, sucks to be you. <sighs> At least he didn't suffer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He just he felt, <laughs> felt pain for a little bit and for like was a gone. flash and yeah. then gone. How that, oh. But then back on the river, they think they're home free, but the Mandalorian uses his see-through technology. <laughs> and he can tell that there's a whole squadron of stormtroopers waiting at the mouth of the cave. Mm-hmm. And all they can do is fight until IG-11 comes up with another plan. Yep, He's like, I can take care of this. What needs to happen is I cannot be captured. I can't. That's part of my programming. That's who I am. It's my core function. One of my core functions is I can't be captured. I have to self-destruct. And the Mandalorian starts arguing with him. No, you're here to protect the baby. We need you to fight. Don't give up. Stay and fight with us and we can win. He's like, no. Even for me, this is too many. You take the baby. Tell me that you will protect the baby and I will be able to go to my core function and I will self-destruct and that is what will kill all these stormtroopers. And then the Mandalorian it says something in IG-11. It's like, don't be sad. He's like, I'm not sad. No, no, no. I can hear it in your voice. You're sad. I'm a nurse droid. I'm like Baymax. I can tell yeah. that you're sad. An, yeah, that was awesome. I'm a nurse droid. I know. Yeah. It's like, I know. I know that you're sad. It's going to be okay. I will help you, and you will protect the child. And then he just steps into the lava, which just gives you a little bit of insight about the capabilities of these IG droids, because that's oh my ridiculous. Goodness. Yeah, it should have just melted away, but yeah. no. He's I mean, walking he, through the lava. He, you know, surface got he caught fire a little bit, yeah. but he never stopped walking. He made it all the way out. Right. And so he walks out, and all the stormtroopers see him and, you know, pull guns on him. He's like, yeah, my core function, I cannot be captured alive. Thermal detonator pops out of his Ba-boom. chest. Skadoosh. And there's, I loved it, because there was no countdown there was no tense moment it was just it popped out and exploded yeah done that's what i love about the show it the show has it has pulled no punches no not at it's all. it's it's quick it's ruthless it's just wham bam mm-hmm. and it's man it's so yeah. good because then after that you see a tie fighter coming toward him oh snap and it's moff gideon in a tie fighter but luckily the mandalorian can fly now so he takes to the air, and it's a bit of an unfair, <laughs> I mean to say, an unfair aerial battle with someone in a spaceship and someone with a jetpack. Seems but not right. the guy with the jetpack has a grappling hook. Yes. And he grapples onto that thing, mm-hmm. and he goes for a ride. Yeah. And then, but while he's there, he's got some explosives that he's able to plant on the wing. Mm-hmm. And it blows up one of the wings, which then wrecks the TIE fighter. Yep. And at this point... You think Gideon's dead. He's got to be. He's got to be. Got to be. But who knows? He was, he was Maybe he was wearing his seatbelt. Maybe. But it, And this is when Karga's like, hey, this is great. You've dealt with all the Imperial threat. Things are going to go back to normal now. Why don't you join the guild again? We can start business as usual. 
And, you know, we've dealt with the threat that was here for a few months. Now we're good to go. Yeah. And he's like, this this shock trooper here, I bet she'll be a good bounty hunter. No, not for me. Well, then you could be my personal bodyguard. That, that I could do. Yep. That I can do. And uh, the Mandalorian's like, I can't. I have to get him back to his people. Yep. I've he, been charged. He has a mandate now. Yeah. He has a, he has a mission that is bigger than any job. Like, Which it's it's interesting because he's had this mission all along since he found the child. I mean, I really, guess he needed someone to tell him in a poetic this, sense. Yeah, this has been his charge, but now it's like the words have been spoken. Yeah. There's no getting away from it. I have spoken. I cannot escape yeah. my responsibility. Right, and after seeing his whole clan wiped out, he's almost like, "What does he have left?" Yeah, he's so, got this child. Got well, there's now a clan of two. Yeah. This is it's this child is his clansman. This yeah. child is his fellow Mandalorian now. Yeah. And then he buries Queel, which was very sad. I was very sad to see him. I was go. I was inconsolable. I was Dude, I was I was hopeful that he was alive and just injured, you know. But, but I I knew better. Yeah. But I I was not hoping. not with this show, man. They no. they're not afraid of killing people. No. It's like Game of Thrones. You know, and then kill them. Kill them. Kill them all. Wipe them out. All of them. So he buries Quill. We see him get on his ship with Baby Yoda in there, and they're about to take off and see what's next. Which would be a great place to end the season. You know, I'd be I'd have been satisfied. Yes. But they threw on something else. We see the wreckage of Moff Gideon's ship. Jawas are there doing what they do. That gum Jawas. Being Jawas, and we see a little flame magma molten metal things show up start to cut in a pattern well, we hear this weird kind of yeah. and it's and it's it's oddly familiar it is it's oddly like, familiar if you, it's like i gotta turn my wayback machine on yeah and so moff gideon cuts himself out right and so you're thinking lightsaber that's what you're thinking Absolutely, that's what you That thinking. is not what I was thinking. Is that not what you were thinking? Darksaber, that's what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking Darksaber yet, because that's, that's a crazy callback. Because the sound. I was like, oh. Yeah. So the Darksaber, Darksaber, if you haven't watched Clone Wars or Rebels, you don't know what the Darksaber is. The Darksaber is an ancient Mandalorian relic made by a Jedi, the first Mandalorian to be a Jedi. And usually, it was held by the leader of the Mandalorians. So if Moff Gideon has had it for that long, since the Night of a Thousand Tears, and he took it then and has just held on to it, that's pretty badass. Mm -hmm. But him having a huge Mandalorian relic, like the relic of Mandalore, like more so than the armor, because all the Mandalorians have that. There's only one Darksaber. That was a big deal. Yeah. I was really, I was surprised. I wanted it to be that very much. I was like, oh, I wonder if we're going to see it. And then when I heard the when I heard it click on, I was like, oh. Oh. oh, yeah, because so, it's a very distinct sound. Yeah, it is. It's a very distinct sound, and it was so cool to see it in you know, live action. Yeah, instead of animated, it's, it's so different. rad. Yeah, yeah. It, it almost looked like a black hole, like mm -hmm. like you were looking through everything into space, which yep. is cool. So I'm a, I'm enjoying the different colored lightsabers that we're getting lately. So Moff Gideon is alive. And now he's really pissed, and he's definitely got the tools to deal with the Mandalorian, because the Darksaber is serious. And we know who the big bad is for season two. Yeah, it's got to be. 
And I'm assuming that's who was we saw with the cape in uh, like season episode six, five or six. You know, yeah, on, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So, what do you think of the season as a whole? I thought it was great as a, as a whole package. Yeah. Even with the filler <laughs> bits we got, and I still enjoyed those episodes. I did too. But I, I don't. For me, there wasn't a bad episode. It was more that there were episodes that were better than others. Yeah. And the thing I hope I hope we see grief and Kara going forward because mm-hmm. I thought this was the best episode that they had. Like, oh yeah, I was not sold on Gina Carano's performance in the first few episodes that she showed up, but I thought she was very good in this one and mm-hmm. the last one. I was like, okay, she's grown into the character. Let's let her have some more episodes. Yeah, she's found the character now, so yeah. I want to I want to see more for sure. Definitely. So as a whole, I thought it was a great opening season. I wish there was more this season for sure. But I'm ready for season two. I'm ready for it now. Yeah. So and we got to sit around for a year. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they get it yeah. up and running. I'm assuming that Fabs had season two written or part of it at least. This seems like that. Yeah. He had, he knew where he wanted to go. Maybe not written, but at least in some sort of treatment. I mean, it's like, here's, here's where I want to start and here's where I want to finish. Yeah. And that's what it feels like. Yeah. Well, we hope that y'all all enjoyed the uh, season as well. We would love to hear your thoughts on it, and we would love to hear your thoughts on our podcast. So you can do that in a couple ways. You can reach out to us on social media. Uh, my Twitter is at RealJDLee. I am at Seal Adams, and that's S-E-A-L-E-A-D-A-M-S. And you can always follow our network Twitter. Our network is at RecapFM, no dot in our social media at all. Or you can go to our website, recap.fm. We have all of the other podcasts that we do on uh, on the website. So you can look those up. You can see if there's anything that you like, anything that you don't like, and let us know. Um, and we're kind of at a, a crossroads right now because we're running low on what we're going to be doing next. So if there's a show that you'd like us to cover, let us know. Please. Please let us know. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to know what you think. And um, we'd like to talk about things that you want to hear about. Right. Because apparently Watchmen was not it. No, Watchmen wasn't it. And no. And if you left us a one-star review, we appreciate that. But we'd love to know why you left us a one-star review. Yeah, for real. Tell, because tell us mean, why. Yeah, we're big boys. If, well, if, maybe, if there's legitimate criticism, we'll yeah. take it to heart. And if, if we're not Star Wars enough for you, you just need to let us know. But I think we're pretty Star Wars. Who knows? So we appreciate everybody who stuck with us from the first episode and has listened. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Absolutely, we would. Yes, please. So while you wait for us to come back for season two, we're going to do some other stuff on this channel probably. So say subscribe. Be looking out for them. But go check out our website and see some of the other podcasts. I'm not saying anything for sure, but what I'm saying is that uh, Clone Wars... Season seven yeah. drops in February. February. Yeah. So I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Right. Right. Maybe. Maybe. You come back. Maybe. You might. And, and there's a, we got a whole movie to talk uh, about. We so. could do a whole other feed for Clone Wars, though. Because, God, that's a good show. It's so good. It's such a good show. We could start at the beginning and just. I know, right? Ramble well, right there. Uh. We could skip the first few episodes with Yoda stuck on, like, Geonosis. And I don't care about. Uh, yeah. I don't care about those. So um, thank you all very much. We appreciate it. Until we see you next time on this channel or another channel, we hope that you enjoy your 2020 
and do something that you think is worthwhile. Happy New Year.